Hello and welcome to the Shark edition of the Fins Up podcast. Tonight I am your host, Mortz, and I am joined by the ever so handsome solo Dan. Dan, how are you doing, big guy? I'm doing very, very well, thanks, Terry. Great show last night, as always. Hot off the news, we have a scoop. What is the scoop? We are now blocked by Chad Townsend on not only Twitter, but also Instagram, and I don't even know why this time. We did nothing wrong. He does not bring this upon himself, that is for sure. (laughs) Oh, God, Dan. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Great times. Good fun. It is what it is. Um, Let's uh, let's get straight into it. The Sharks 46, the New Zealand Warriors 10. Uh, I caught the first 20 minutes of this game before I had to go to soccer, so watching the replay was really, really exciting for me. One thing I noticed... um, Completely chalk the cheese from last week. Our forwards turned up this week. Forwards turned up, and we didn't have one side that were complete um, reserve-grade quality defenders, it's probably fair to say. And they couldn't attack it at every single chance and Terrace part and score at will. Who would have known that that would be the difference? Yeah, look, I think the right edge this week was uh, was a little bit sloppy. That The, the read for the, uh, the try... Uh, for more Marlow, and they, they could have they could have scored a second one um, if they weren't the Warriors. So, um, but other than that, man, we were fantastic. We were really good, and I think one player that won't won't feature too much in this review, but probably should, Josh Dugan made a monstrous difference out wide. Completely changes the de- the defensive structure, makes everyone inside and outside him much more dangerous in attack, and he was the one that hit that Hayes Pernum in the back and knocked the ball out when they were going to score early on. That completely changed it, because if we we dominated for the open eight or nine minute, opening eight or nine minutes, scored a try, if they'd gone down and scored in like two sets later, that game's completely different. That's all down to Josh Dugan's effort. Yeah, I mean, fantastic from Fusatua to... Oh, what a ball. To be a millimetre off touching the, the chalk. Um and let's put it this way: If it was my feet, he's a, he's a fucking meter out. <laughs> um, he twinkle toes. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, you know, great awareness. That pass as well was absolutely sublime. Um, but it was all effort from Josh Dugan. That's just what he is. That that's that's Josh Dugan to a T. He's all effort. Um, I think you're right in terms of um, what he provides to us out wide because you saw a different Wade Graham in the opening. 30 minutes of the game, and that was just having Josh Dugan there. Um, but I thought last week, you know, we needed to have Dugan at the back, and I stand by that. But having Will Kennedy, Jesus, he, he made you could just hear you could hear Will talking all game. He, our defensive line looks so much more structured, and I think I think not only having Will Kennedy, but I think having Ronaldo back as well really helps. Ronaldo was monstrous. He's such a such a footballer. Like he. You know, he's not the Josh Mansour type or even the Vunavalu, but that guy has more passion than any bloke who's ever put any jersey on, ever. I thought... Well, I mean, he had some runs that were just incredible. I, I honestly thought he should have challenged that one where they caught him for the knock-on after that run because he had every right to get up and play the ball and the Warriors bloke was all over him. He did. I, think, I don't know how that would have gone, though, because they tend to not overturn unless it's really blatant. He every time he runs the ball, there was only that one run where he sort of ambled up. But everything before yeah. that, they're like they've thrown the ball to him and said, you score a try or you know, you don't get a contract next year. He hits the line so hard every time. Well you see he sprinted back in his first run and got absolutely belted by Adam Blair. I thought that was a shoulder charge as well. 
Um, he bled him try and wrap the arm until he was on the ground. Um, and then the second time he saw Adam Blair again, he just sort of jogged at him. But he, he took some runs and he, yeah, he, I mean, there, there was a run that he, I, I don't know who scored, I don't know who scored the try off the back of it, but I, I think it was Sean Johnson's. He, he made that run 30 metres up the field. He's, he's an incredible player and he's just, just yeah. so passionate. I love it. There's so many young players in this team who, yeah. like Kennedy scored a try, he set one up and he made heaps of runs. But he, he knocked the ball on and they scored. Ronaldo makes that run where he breaks two tackles and then knocks it on. Toby Rudolph, who's the, the perfect man in every single way, yeah. made a, a bust and fell down, tried to get up too quick and knocked the ball on. There's just there's so much raw talent there. There's going to be a game where they don't make these errors and we're going to put a really big score on. It's going to be highlight reel. It was almost this game. We were probably... Probably two tries less than what we deserve, to be totally honest. And that's saying something, because we racked up a score. Yeah, and, and the, the worst part for mine was, you know, let's talk about Toby, because I you know, really love talking about him. But he made 180 metres, broke tackles at will, you know, put shots on all game. And online, all people could talk about was he made two drops. They were his third and fourth errors of the year. It's that that's that Sharks fans, mate. They they're negative. They're still bagging Sean Johnson because he put one bad pass out this week that found that you know hit the touch judge on the thing. But the guy had a try and like four tries. This you just got to cop that with our fan base, unfortunately. Toby's Toby's ginormous. Yeah, mate. Toby, I've got it here. Uh, before we go, I'm talking to to Sean Johnson, Toby Talakai and Royce Hunt. That is. Fucking scary coming off the bench. I am so happy to be wrong about Royce Hunt. It's not funny. He's been one of one of the finds of the season. He scored. He scored another try on the weekend, and they didn't oh, give no. it. Uh, how he didn't get up and celebrate that? <laughs> it was. He fell on the line. There's a divot where he's put the ball through the ground. It's still there yeah. tonight. Yeah, I, I. I mean, I'm not sure if he knew that he scored, but certainly when he. When he looked up to play the ball, the ball was on the line. He should have just dropped it. He should have, and they would have gone Challenge up and looked. That was, that was real good. Hunt is very hard to tackle, and he's better in defense than I thought. Toby yeah. is just a monster. He's, he's so good. Talakai is, is one of the, like, he's probably the find of the year in terms yeah. of reserve grade to first grade. I know Harry Grant's obviously the rookie of the year. He's got that towed up. But I don't think playing... A utility that doesn't really have a spot in Connor really worked because Braley was one of the top three players in the game. I don't think he needed a rest. They gave him time because they had to. But, I mean, if that's the only criticism you can find, pretty happy with the performance overall. I, I think the... I mean, I guess looking at hindsight, we're kind of lucky that we did have Connor Tracy on the bench this week because Braley got busted. He got He got hit. Um, late off the ball, he got his he got his face cut open. Um, he started looking a little bit ginger and a little bit shy, and I'm glad Morris pulled him off and, and said, you know, you know what, let's give Tracy a few more minutes here or there. Um, you know, any other week, I'm, I'm fuming that Connor Tracy's on the bench, but yeah, you know, turned out to be right this week. Um, but let, let's, you know, again, I, I'm going to skip over Sean Johnson. I've got here Dugan and Ramian. The perfect centre combination for this team. They are fantastic. Look, if you give me yeah. if you give me Bronson's area, I'm still taking him. Oh yeah. But yeah. Ramian is that guy has got the best running style I've ever seen in my life. 
he he burnt Roger Tuivasa-Shek, who probably has the best footwork of anyone in the NRL, and he snapped his ankles. The guy was twisted. Like, yeah. the way he ran in and just jinked off that left, he didn't get anywhere near him. That was amazing. He had... He's got deceptive speed, old Jesse. Can you remember, he, he went the length against the Cowboys, and like the, the Cowboys don't have any notorious speeds, but I didn't get close to him. They didn't, and it's it's such a um like an effortless running style. Yeah, it just it's yeah. like a tank. He just rolls, and that that first try he scored, he where he was the in and away where he left whoever it was yeah. on the floor. That guy's footwork. I'll tell you what, that does things down south to me. I'm loving having Ramian back. Yeah. I, it's almost, it's almost a completely, well, it's, it is, it's definitely a completely different player, but you have, I don't want to bring up old scars for Newcastle fans, but last year, they couldn't get Ponga outright, outright if they tried, and this year, that's where Ponga's staying all game. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> they mustn't have liked Ramian. I heard he ordered a schnitzel once, so you know, you got to chase him out of the club. Um, and, and Josh Dugan, he's just, he's the perfect complement to that left edge as well. I think, you know... Again, Dugan's not a big talker, but I think just his, his presence and he's a big body. And he, he, he loves hitting people. He does. Their one-on-one tackling from the centres was really, really good this week. Yeah. Last week, yeah. McDonald didn't, and Wade didn't, oh, and Chad even, didn't believe in Goodwin's defence. This week, yeah. I got the feeling that they believed in Dugan's defence. Like you said, chalk and cheese, the world of difference one or two players in can do. I, I heaps Heaps more fun this week. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Sean Johnson. Um, Zero M points. Threw a ball over the sideline. Hopeless. Yeah, missed seven tackles was another criticism as well. But he, the seven tackles that he missed were a lot different than the eight tackles that Chad Townsend missed last week. Sean Johnson actually made contact, <laughs> and then, and then the, cora, the cora came and mopped it up. That, that's the difference between running out of the line and throwing in hand and actually trying to make a tackle. Johnson yeah. is, for mine, the form player of the competition. Yeah, he, he should have had. The, if he got the three points, which he was, a, he should have been awarded on the weekend. He would have been outright leader in in, in the daily M's. And to, just to show the outrage, Mitch Doyle absolutely hates us, but said that that he was robbed. There you go. Says it all. He is so far ahead in the try assists, his line yeah. engagements, his runs. He just yep. he's doing everything right. His kicking game was on form again. That's one thing that Sharks fans don't pick up. If you're not kicking for tries, you have had a bad kicking game. The guy kicks yep. teams into submissions and completely oh. changes the game. Puts them, pins yep. them down on their 10. You get a line set. That is so much easier than back and track from their 30 or 40. The complete different outcome, all on little kicks that go unnoticed. I know he kicked that ball out on the full. It wasn't out on the full that much, but you just... If that lands the other side of the line, we get a, we, we again we've pinned them down. You know what I mean? Like the, the bloke's just he, he's evolved his, he's evolved his game so much that fifty percent of our fan base just don't deserve. <laughs> they don't. It's it's because he's not doing that score a try running seventy meters and beating thirty tackles every couple of weeks. But yeah. he'd do that, then have three shit games. Now he's yeah. playing well consistently, and he's not doing that. I'll take the consistent Johnson every day of the week. This this is his most complete season. Look, put it this way. He's three try assists off his career best. And he's got ten games to go. Says it all. Um, 
I just I, I asked a question the other day who had the most tries in the NRL in one NRL season, and it's Tim Smith in 2005 who had 40 tries in 26 games, which is fucking phenomenal. Jesus. He averaging 1.53 try assists a game. At the moment, Sean Johnson's averaging 1.5 try assists a game. <laughs> that's that's incredible. <laughs> Did you see the um the thing on Twitter that said since Kronk put the boot in? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Keep kicking him, Cooper. Yeah, I know, and, and it just it, it really winds me up as well because there's still people online that are saying that Chad Townsend's better value for money than Sean Johnson. It just fucking does my head in. Chad Townsend could get a dollar fifty. And Johnson could be on ten million dollars, and it's still not even close. What What'd you make of the uh, the Lego Head fucks performance on the weekend? I thought he was all right. Um, he, you know, he was a lot better defensively this week, and they must have come. I don't know if it came from Ronaldo's communication. I don't know if it came from Dugan being there or whatever. Um, I don't think he was targeted as much. I think the Warriors. The Warriors definitely had a, a gripe against Sean Johnson because they sent a lot of their traffic that way. Look, great wall for. Um, Great ball for Hamlin Ueli for that try. Great slide of hands for Katoa's try as well. Um, other than that, didn't really do much. Do you um, remember that we created a three-on-one and he Tom Brady the ball 20 metres forward? Correct. Um, he loves blowing an overlap. Uh, I think, look, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little bit away from that. Josh Dugan was way too flat for that. Um it, this this ball landed in the the next hemisphere. It was so forward, you know. Based on that, you know, Chad Chad wasn't bad on the weekend. I'm not not saying he was terrible, but there were players, there were people in the Facebook group. Again, it's my fault for going there. Who said that he was the the better half and even the best player on the field? Not in the top eight. I think that Hamlin Ueli, the try first try scoring whiz Hamlin Ueli. It's three and four weeks. He yeah. is just so hard to tackle early on. I think even if Fafita's back at 100%, he starts from the bench, Ueli's got yeah. to start. I'm a bit worried about this week's side. We'll talk about it more later, but they may have to start Toby Rudolph this week. I don't want him to start because for mine, he changes the game when he comes on. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can't find the tweet, and it's really doing my head in. And I, I'm doing searches everywhere. Someone who's... Absolutely excellent at stats. Uh, brought up just how valuable Toby Rudolph is coming off the bench, and apparently he's the best player in the competition in the twenty to sixty minute mark in the forwards. There you go. Makes sense. He's been very, very yeah. good. Yeah. Look, I think if, I think if he starts this week, he will get an early stint and then come back on. Uh, he'll get an early spell. Sorry, you know he might play the opening ten minutes or 10, 10 to fifteen minutes, and then get a spell and then come back on just before half time to, to get those minutes that are so crucial but he is if we if we keep ourselves in the game our bench takes over and he's the part of that he is going to be very very close to being the bench player of the year this year undisputed for mine the only bloke that'll push him is Talakai now when Sorensen went down in the first you know few minutes this week I thought that might throw our rotation off. I know they said that he might have come back if we needed him, but he looked done. I mean, he had his boots off and he, he looked he looked resigned to being done for the day. Um, Toby had to play bigger minutes than he's done before. Talakai played bigger minutes um, in the middle. He played centre a couple of weeks back. And Royce Hunt played considerably bigger minutes, considering yeah. we only had a, a little bloke on the field. I was really impressed with all of them. I thought Woods, yeah. although I don't think he was the best player on the field, was really good. Um, he only did yeah. one stint. I think he played fifty something minutes and then came off, put yeah. his feet up, had a had a laugh. 
Wade was better this week. He got an early mark too. Uh, Nakora, Nakora was good. Again, he ran that line and almost scored off a Johnson pass. Uh, just just improvements all around the park. What do yeah. you, you make of the Nakora, the, the dust-up after the try? It's led to a, a weak suspension. He, he hit Blake Green late and with a shoulder. You can't contest that. You know, they, they charge you with a two-week suspension but give you the one-week early guilty plea. It's one of those ones where the judiciary sucks you in for it. You go in there and try and fight it. They're like, well, mate, it's a fucking shoulder charge. You're gone. Um, I actually think this would do Nakora the world of good. Now, it doesn't come at a really good time for us because we've, we've got a couple of injuries, but I think just having the week off will, you know, gives him the chance to reset his batteries and also as well, just go and watch Talakai. Go and watch him fucking murder someone out there and go, you know, watch, watch Talakai go and get involved. <laughs> Watch Teague Wilton go looking for work and, and just refine his game a little bit. So I think that I think that'll do him the world of good. I think Wade Graham was a lot better this week. He had a brilliant start, um, and then sort of you know I didn't even notice that he got interchanged just to show you how much of the game that went past him. But it's like we started off going left and then we went oh, actually you know what? our right hand side's a lot better. Um, this was only the second game in 10 that Wade Graham's run for over 100 metres. That's pretty incredible considering the, the amount. I mean, Wade's an elite forward. And on his game, there's probably no one better at that, that particular role. I think we fell into a trap early on where we thought, give it to Wade and he'll do something. And, yeah. I mean, and, he's and capable. Give it, to, give it to Wade because Dugan was next to him. That, and, I think that was that was the early call. But, I, again, you know, I, I, I'm loving the evolution of Blake Braley because... When shit goes wrong or, you know, he doesn't really know where to go, he's now looking at Sean Johnson instead of Chad Townsend. That's Brails. He listens. What a star. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Scott Sorensen I thought was really unlucky because his opening stint was brilliant. Very good. We're going to miss him this week. I know there's yeah, not a whole lot between him and Williams, as we'll talk about later, but I think I think Sorensen's in our best 17 somewhere. Yeah, so, and, and he, he earned... He, he's earned the right. Now, he had a two-year offer from the Dragons. He had a two-year offer for the Gold Coast Titans. And he probably makes the starting lineup on both of those teams, or at least their bench. He, he trained so hard in the off-season. He got himself into our best 17. And I don't think... I, I thought he was really unlucky to get dropped. And then he's really unlucky that Talakai and Hunt have turned into the players that they have. But you're right, I definitely think he's... I think he should be our starting lock. And even if he's only going to play limited minutes, he's... That's the spot for him. He's, he's older than Jack Williams, which means it's going to give Jack Williams time. There is a footballer in Jack Williams somewhere. Um, I think he was really, really unlucky. I've just got a few other notes here. I've got Woods and Ueli. They were... Their opening combination was brilliant. And this just... its I say it every week. Aaron Woods goes how our team goes. Yep, he's if, uh, if Woodsy's having an absolute shocking game, it's generally off the back of we don't have, he's not getting the go forward or we're giving penalties away or the, the drops are going elsewhere and he's, he's not able to correct himself and he's not able to reset his focus. He need, we need to be going well for Woodsy to have a good game. Ueli as well, even when Papita comes back, I think Ueli's going to be named in the 15, but he has to start. They, they have to be our starting props now. We need that impact from Fafida coming off the bench with Toby, with Hunt, with Talakai. Um, but the one player that we haven't mentioned, I thought you would have. Let's get to him. Air Katoa. How good is Sione? Sexy Sione. 
what a that guy can score a try from anywhere. That that one where Johnson picked the ball up and ran like forty. He Johnson wanted no part of that. He was looking for for Katoa so early. Sioni gets the ball. Looks like he's going to score by a mile. I forget. Was it who ran him down? Was it Hiku? Hiku. Yeah. Great chase from Hiku. All heart because Sioni had him for for speed. It's harder to run with the ball, evidently. But that step and then to go around him and then score in the corner. He just he has to make every try amazing. Um, I, I will say this. You, you talk about Peter Hiku. Now, Hiku's not fast nor slow, right? He's, he's probably sitting in that average speed. But he gets completely taken out of that play. Johnson catches the ball, uses the goalposts as a shepherd, throws that dummy again, which spins Hiku, and then engages Hiku and throws the ball to Katoa. If Johnson doesn't do that, if he just gives the ball to Katoa straight away, they probably get him at the halfway line. He could get him, absolutely. It's the type of smarts that you're talking about from the evolution of Sean. Five years ago, he tries to step Hiku and go himself. And five years ago, he probably does that. Sean Johnson today has evolved his game to know, you know what, I'm probably not going to get outside that centre. The wingers coming over as well. I'll just engage this bloke and pass it to Sione. That finish, fucking hell. He's he's got the he's the best finisher in the game. I cannot believe the stark contrast between Fecky, who again is probably the worst finisher of all time, to yeah. Katoa, who is just silky smooth. I was the second try he scored. He went to do the dive and put the ball yeah, down. And then he goes, oh, you know what, I can go around <laughs> And then, the then he realised, and they, they showed it, and you can see him step and go to leap and pull back, and I was like, do it. Fucking do it, who cares? We don't need the two points. Imagine oh. if he died, right? Imagine if he died with no one around him and the try line open. Oh, mate. I would have loved it. It's going to happen. His stats, though, 230 metres, six tackle breaks, one line break, one line break assist, one try assist. He's a genius. He's a young genius footballer. I love him. I love him from his Newtown days, even back in the 20s where he set try scoring records. The guy refuses to get tackled. He runs backwards to break tackles. There was a time where he looked like he was going in, got caught in the corner, stepped and ran about eight metres sideways and backwards to beat two more tackles for getting getting Um, brought down. Oh, jeez. When he gets the ball and runs across field, it just reminds me of that Simpsons episode where the kids are playing gridiron and Nelson's got uh, Ralph as the decoy and he (laughs) runs up pump. And there's that one kid on the sideline, he just runs over a pump just for no reason. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he reminds me of, man. He's just, he runs around in circles, and then he makes 10 metres. I love that right edge. Ramian yeah. and Katoa are just, I love it. Yeah. And I know Ramian lifts Katoa and vice versa. I just think, and then the handshakes, they've got everything. Yeah, yeah. the right the right edge of Sean Johnson, Britton Nakora, Jesse Ramian, and Sione Katoa is the most deadly combination of the competition. You can't tell me otherwise. No, I think statistically they were two or three better than anyone else. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add on this game for? Oh, yeah, I've, I've got something here. Will Kennedy, really good. Like, he, really, really good. It was really good. Brilliant try. Uh, that That's a Newtown play. He's done that so many times for the Jets. Um, yeah. Probably the defensive structures of New South Wales Cup led to that try, but yeah. he went in practically untouched. The, uh, I'm really unlucky for Hiku, but that line engagement from Sean Johnson, when, when he runs to the line and then skips across to the right, it, fuck it, Hiku was three wide and he got his legs broken. And then Johnson, that, that ball to, to Kennedy to go in, as you said, virtually untouched. Um, the mix-up with Ronaldo, that's just 
that's Ronaldo being Ronaldo. You know, that's that's <laughs> Will Kennedy's ball, one hundred and ten. And again, there were people online going, "Will Kennedy should have caught that." Fucking hell, his own player took him out. He was he was going to get the ball, and Ronaldo ducked in, caught, tried to catch the ball, running backwards behind him. He was running backwards like the Exorcist. He just yeah. it it was was never his ball. It wasn't his ball at all. Um, I, I, he, he, you know the the thing with with Kennedy is he's, he's a very small fullback. So if a bomb goes, if an attacking bomb goes up, I, I, I'm going to say that you know more times than not he's going to drop the ball because a taller player is going to get in there and, and and even still like Cody Nikareem is not tall, but we're still able to compete and stick his hand in there and, and obviously you know he he dropped it again, but. His positioning play, when, when Kennedy's on and focused, his positioning play is unbelievable. He's, I'm, I'm, it's got to a point now where is Matt Moylan no longer needed in the team because I think Kennedy's quicker, Kennedy can ball play. I know Matt Moylan's a, a star player, but fucking hell, like that, that, that back line just looks so smooth with him there. It does. I prefer Kennedy in terms of positioning to Moylan. I think yeah. Moylan's not lost it, but he's not. Um, he's not. He's not as young as he once was. You know, he's just twenty two now. Quick as well. You, you, you can't like Kennedy's not a noted speedster at all. He's not going to pick the ball up and run a hundred meters in the NRL. But he's got good pace over twenty. He's very and quick, that, and that's what you need. I'm not worried about his hamstrings either when he gets into the clear, which is a big thing. I still yeah. think Moylan is our best. He's our five eight for mine, but he's our best option at fullback because he's so good with the ball and he makes everyone around him more dangerous. Kennedy doesn't have that yet, but I think we'll be talking very highly in five or six years about Will Kennedy. He's still copping shit from Facebook fans, which again, I don't know why the fuck I keep going back. It's a source of great frustration. Yeah, they were still bagging him, and I thought he was eight out of ten on the weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm slowly uh, easing myself out of these Facebook groups. I, I like I don't think he was. I don't think Will Kennedy was a standout. Um, maybe he was like in the top half of our players. And I think it shows on on the the voting. You know how it's all going. Sean Johnson's got over sixty five percent of our fan votes as to who the man of the match was. But I, I, it's just the difference that it made from having Dugan at fullback, and then also as well there were you know I, Moylan hasn't really dropped. Moylan hasn't dropped a bomb this year. He's actually been quite confident under the high ball as well. But I just, I just feel that they, I just feel that Kennedy at the back just, just gives this team something different. <laughs> again, again, if we had the uh, the Sean Johnson, Matt Moylan, Will Kennedy combination, fuck, might might be something there. Well, we've been calling for it for many, many weeks now, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'll call to it for it to the end of the end of days. Kennedy was real good. I am a big fan, but I think Dugan at left centre. Is yeah. so important to the team yeah. that you do not move him no matter what. I'd put, I'd rather Ronaldo at fullback because yeah. Dugan's our left centre by best left centre by a mile, and you saw the difference he made this week. It was just astronomical. I, I, I tell you what, I, I know we said against the Panthers that we needed Dugan for his kick returns. Fucking hell, would have been mad having Ronaldo at the back okay, <laughs> yeah. for his kick returns. He's a beast. He's got no self preservation at all. Um. Let's uh, let's move on and review the game. We are taking on the Dragons five thirty at Jubilee. We are the home team. Uh, the Sharks are lining up. Will Kennedy at fullback, Katoa and Ronaldo on the wings. Dugan and Ramian in the centres. 
Johnson and Chad are the halves. Ueli, Braley, and Woods is the front row. Talakai gets his first start. Wade Graham and Toby is named at lock. The bench is Connor Tracy, Teague Wilton. Jack Williams is backing the team with Royce Hunt. And then the 18th man is Billy McGoolis, 19, Bryson Goodwin, Daniel Vasquez, and uh, Braden Trindle. Just for a little bit of a dictate from John Morris, his name Trindle in the 21. He may have his first one cut. Um, the Dragons have named a really poor team. Uh, Dufty's the fullback, Saab and Ravalawa. Uh, the uh, wingers, Aiken and Lomax are the centres. Norman and Clune are the halves, which is just awful. Uh, Vaughan Hunt and Laurie are the front rowers. Frizzell, Fui Mayano and McInnes is the back row. Merrin Kerr, Host and Ford are the bench. I don't even know anyone in their uh, 18 to 21 apart from Corbin Sims is that shit. So why are we probably going to lose this game, Dan? Lomax is one of the form centres of the competition right now. Paul Vaughan's had two really, really, really good games in a row. But the difference last time was that we we didn't react to Dufty coming in and we fell for Ben Hunt shit at hooker. I don't think we're going to be that stupid this week. And if we are, then... Send us to Perth because Hunt was very ordinary this week and I think teams have started to realise that, you know, at nine he doesn't offer a whole lot. So don't, you know, don't jump out at him at heart. At, um, Marcus, sorry, and he won't step round you really, really easily. Mm-hmm. Talking about dick tees, mate. Daniel Vasquez, the, uh, the woo bag himself. I would give anything to see him play one game of rugby league at the top level just to say he's done it. It was his birthday yesterday. I say let's drop Jack Williams and let Vasquez have his birthday present this weekend because he is fucking so much fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, like, I like Vasquez as well. I think he's, he's going to be a late bloomer. He will be in our side in two or three years' time. Um, I think the, the obvious uh, swap is going to be Jack Williams will start, Toby Rudolph will come off the bench. But we've been pushing for some Teague Wilden propaganda um, and he's finally in the team. How how quickly did everyone get on the tea bandwagon today when he was named? It was, oh, this kid's the next, the second coming. His name was, yeah, I swear it was trending for a couple of hours here on Twitter today worldwide. Um, he's got a really good pedigree as well. He's he's made every junior rep team that he's ever been eligible for, and he's captained a lot of them. Teague, he's a genius uh, player, mate. We we saw it for the 20s, and he made the jump to last year uh, for the, um, the Jets really, really well. As Toby said earlier in the year when we interviewed him the first time, he was a second rower. He had to play in the middle. He, he built his body towards it. Yeah, he can still go out wide if needed. I think he adds something to the bench that perhaps we didn't have. There's going to be a time where you can't bash teams. You can't throw Royce Hunt or Talakai in. I think T's a little bit more clever than those two. I think it's a huge in. I don't... Again, I, you can't put everyone in your 17 and you probably pick Fafita over him if it comes back. But I'm really, really excited to see how he goes, especially against his Dragons pack. I, th- I think, you know, the obvious... Um position for him is he's going to come on and Talakai is going to come off Absolutely. Um, and then depending on how he goes you know if he's if he's having a good game Talakai comes back into the middle otherwise if, you know if Teague's just just doing what he's asked of then Talakai will go back on um, I, I do think Jack Williams I you know I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he's back in the team because he does add something like he's a big strong unit and you've seen when he holds the ball he's opening stint a couple of weeks ago um, against the Titans, he made a hundred meters, you know, before pe- before you'd fucking sat down from the beer line. Um, 
So I think, you know, hopefully just a week off and, and again, him seeing the the side play themselves back into form. I hope that's, a, a, you know, a big one for him. Oh, this is the game where I really didn't want Connor Tracy in the team and I probably would have, I would have had like Billy McGoolis on the bench instead. That's a fair call. Um, back with, with your boy, Muscles, um, you said last week, or we both bagged uh, Morris for making him the scapegoat. In the end, the whole left side pretty much ended up getting dropped in Goodwin and McDonald. There was like a 70-point turnaround. I'm not saying it had a lot to do with Williams. I'm just saying maybe it had a little bit to do with Williams. I don't think it had a lot. I think the 70-point turnaround came from the centre and winger. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with Williams, mate. It was just a fun stat. Yeah, um, I, I, it's just with, with Jack Williams. Like, obviously, you know, again, he's he's someone who's made a lot of the rep teams that have been available for him as well. And there's a reason why the Raiders we, were filthy that we poached him. Um, he's yeah, there's there's something there about him. I think you know he's not even going to be a late bloomer. He's the the only problem with him at the moment is his hands. If he catches the ball, you're not even talking about dropping. him. Yeah, because it's fair cool. His defense has really, really improved, and he takes the tough runs. He does. He takes it's... the tough runs. He loves. He loves looking for work <laughs> as well. So, I, I definitely think that um, that he has to start. Uh, someone said, you know, do you put Talakai at lock and Teague Williams in the back row? Well, then you, you don't really have much experience in the back row. Um, and I think you know, in the in the opening exchanges, I kind of want Talakai up against Frizzell rather than Wilton. I uh, I originally I wanted T to go straight in for Nakora, but the more I thought about it, I agree because this is a kid on debut. No matter how good he is in the twenties in New South Wales Cup, this is a huge step up, and that's a big name to mark. It's a huge game too. I know the Dragons aren't they're not you know breathing fire, haha, very funny, but they're our local rivals, and they belted us a couple of weeks back, and they won pretty much every battle across the park. And this is a game that's going to show what Teague's made of. If he can come in and make a name for himself against a pretty decent Dragons pack in a big game, that's a huge get. Uh, Talakai has to start, absolutely. I agree yeah. that Williams comes in at 13. Toby's the best bench player in the competition. I don't want him starting. I mean, you know, if he's listening, which he probably is, he probably doesn't want to hear that. But his role is so defined. And if you find yeah. something that you've got better than anyone else, you stick to it. And if Toby wants to start a prop from next year onwards... For the next 10 years, let's do it. But right now, he is so key to us in that middle, what, 20 to 60, I think you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's, his clean-up work is, is absolutely unbelievable. And that's, you know, I, I, I know you've got to be in the game in the opening 20 for him to, um, you know, for him to come on and do his job. But, you know, Ueli, Braley, Woods, Talakai, Graham and Williams should be able to handle that Dragons pack our halves are better than theirs. Our backs are better than theirs. Um, Lomax is marked up against Dugan, so hopefully Dugan gives him a hard time. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Ramian on, on Aiken, you know, we should be winning that contest. Uh, Saab doesn't look like he wants to be there. Ravalar was not really that good. Um, Dufty, you know, he's a speed merchant. Um, I think we win this in the backs. I, I definitely think we win this in the backs. Um, because our forwards, you know, can handle them, and then once once it starts coming to the bench, you know, their bench is Merrin, Kerr, Host, and Ford. We've got it all over. Definitely We've do. Absolutely got it all over. I think Ronaldo is our secret weapon this week. Yeah. 
I think oh, we, we, our wing is our secret weapon. Kick to them. Uh, they're, they're far superior in, in pretty much everything. I know. I know the uh, dragon's wingers are really tall, but they're, they're gumbies. They get stuck, and I would pepper them early. If we can't get those kicks on the ground, just put a bomb up to Ravalawa and just you know just hammer him, and hammer him yeah, early uh, and hammer him hard. Look, you know Ravalawa uh, had a pretty good game against us last time. That was because Katoa was caught out of position twice on the left edge. Um, I think you know having Ronaldo and Dugan up against um, uh, Lomax and and Ravalawa is going to be an advantage us. Um, I think Katoa, you know, he can make a mock. I know Saab's tall, and so that's probably one one area they've got over Katoa is the um, the high ball. But, you know, if we don't give them position, that, that nullifies that anyway. That's a good point. Um, Can't put a bomb up from your own half. Don't give them the field position, yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not really worried about Clune or Norman's kicking game. It's more Hunt's kicking game, and he... They didn't even put bombs up to us last time. They just pinned us down in the corner. So we've got to be a little bit smarter than that. Uh, Kennedy's played more. Kennedy's got himself back into the team now, so he's not coming off being dropped midweek and then and back into the side. So and he's going to be pushing to. He, he, Kennedy needs another game because you're talking about Boylan being back after the Broncos game. Kennedy needs to be saying to John Morris, "I'm not going anywhere." Yeah, this is a real big opportunity. If Kennedy yeah. plays a little bit better again. Like he did the last time, and you know this this past week, then yeah, there could be some real questions because he Morris has proved that he prefers a um, a player that can fill multiple positions on the bench in Tracy, and he's put Moylan there before. There's you know there may always be you know with Moylan's hammies, maybe they make Kennedy that player. Who knows? But he, he's got to ask these questions because if he gets bombed out of the game this week, then we're screaming for Moylan to come back. Yeah. The, uh, I, I agree with you there. I've said it as well. You know, Moylan played uh, 14 for New South Wales and for Australia. So there's, there's no reason why he can't be that bench player. Obviously, as well, that means someone like Talakai or Hunt will make themselves out, make their way out of the team. But you always adjust. The, the thing about coach, you always adjust yourself for the opposition you're playing. Like, you have a look at Bellamy, for example. He, he's short of props. He's only playing the Gold Coast Toys. So you go, fuck it. The guy over there with the massive heart can go and play. Yeah. You know, so if we're playing against a team with a big pack, you run four forwards and maybe Moylan gets a rest. Yeah. If you're playing against a, a sloppy side, you can put Moylan at fourteen. It's, it's yeah. There's, there's <laughs> this this is the this is a big opportunity for a lot of players to to really cement themselves. You know, not only as players now, but you know, in the in the in the coming weeks as well. One thing that's really frustrating me looking at this team and looking at the stats, Katoa's still unsigned. That makes no sense. We've got to put a contract in front of him. Leading try scorer by what? Two tries now? Has he got. I, I thought he had 11, but has he got 10 or 11? I thought it was 11. I thought he was equal yeah, when he, he started this well. week. But I, mate, I, I, someone's going to come looking for him real quick. Yeah, someone will pay him as well, so we need we need to get that one over the line. Um, it almost makes the, the Nate McDonald signing redundant now because, you know, we're all excited about Nene coming, but our, our, our two young boys are playing a lot better. It definitely. He's definitely, I'd say he's number four behind Goodwin even. I know Goodwin was really, really, really bad the other week, but again, he was at centre, and that's not what he was signed for. Long-term past this year, McDonald every day of the week. But right now, I'd put Goodwin over him, and they're both a long way below Ronaldo and Katoa, who are scoring tries for fun and bashing people in defence. You can't, you can't swap them. 
This game here is a must win because next week we roll into Brisbane, who are just an awful side, and you know they're, they're you know the Broncos are going to get hammered this week, so they're probably going to look for a bounce back against against us. We need to win these next two games because then we've got Parramatta and then you know we get a bit of an easier draw again. So this is a must. We can't afford to drop this now. Um, I know the Dragons have gone on a bit of a run, um, but yeah, we we need to win this game. Like this is this is almost an inex- you know you, you turn around and say you, the, the the Dragons got the bounce back factor against us. There's no surprises this time. Like we need to be beating them thirty to sixteen this time. <laughs> Absolutely, we started zero and three. And we got ourselves back to five and five. We can't drop below fifty percent again now because there's going to be that team that kicks on. It could be the Tigers. Could be you know South. South can still come good. They got a lot of talent there. We need to keep up with or ahead of these teams because the games like the Parramatta and then Penrith again. You know those those are very very difficult games. I don't want to have to win those. I don't feel confident that we can. The games against the Dragons. Yeah, look, I, I take it. I take a 12-10 win. I don't care. It doesn't have to be overly exciting because it's the Dragons. If yep. we won 12-10 against the Broncos this week, yeah, that, that's not good enough. But you just take a win against the Broncos, same uh, with um, Dragons, rather. Same with Miami. You just beat them, you just get them out of the fucking way, and you go on and yep. do bigger and better things. So, yeah, we, we, we need to win this week. That was a perfectly surmised. Yeah, I, the other, like, now, obviously the, the Penrith game, Hurt our for and against a little bit. Look, I I know that I know John Morris this week came out and said, "Well, our, our aim was to push for a top four. That's cute. Um, you know, we're we're not we're not a top four team at the moment. I, I honestly I, I picked us for fifth or sixth at the beginning of the year, and I think that that's a perfect position for us. And I think we've underachieved with the squad that we have if we don't you know if we don't get around there. I, I think at the moment now we've you know dropping those two games early. In the year, and then the you know that we should have won, and then the reduced season is going to hurt our chances. We'll probably get that seventh or eighth spot. Um, South's got a lot harder draw than us, so it's only going to be on us if we don't capitalise on it. But these are the games you got to win now. This is the second half of the season. You can't drop these two games, and then hope you can get yourself back up to fifty-fifty because you're just not going to make the finals. You beat the Dragons, you beat the Broncos, you go and give Parramatta a hell of a game. And then you, you're building, you know, and then I, we, I think we play the Cowboys again or the Warriors again, and then we play Penrith, and you get your shot at redemption against Penrith. Then it's a little bit easier, and we only have to play the Roosters, Parramatta, and Canberra in, in the, the back end of the season. So these are the games now. This can set up for us to have a push at potentially a home final, but definitely getting in the finals. Super important. If we win these next two games... You're not. You're never short of making eight in this this kind of year. But we're in a real good position. If we win none from two, we're done. If we win one from two, we're behind the eight ball because of South and the Tigers. So yeah, they, these are huge, and I think they know that this time. I think they went into the Dragons thinking, okay, we got this. Let's just turn up. And the Dragons came yeah. out absolutely on fire. I'd be very shocked if they get us early. If they do beat us, it'll be a shit game, and they'll win late. But we got to come out and just. Bash them from the start. Be ready. We, 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 our forwards have to start how they did against the Warriors. Yes. Because it, I, I know there was that drop, um, and they almost scored. But again, our forwards just just got the momentum, and our forwards can take it. Them. Aaron Woods can take it to them. Hamlin Uwelly can take it to them. Talakai can take it to them. Get Wade Graham involved if we have to. Um, yeah, it's 
you know, this this is the game now where you lose this, you lose to the Broncos. You, you know, there's eight games to go, and you, you've you've pretty much got to go seven and one or six and two. And and chances of us doing that after dropping games like that is is not going to be the best. So, um, I, I don't. I, I look at that Dragons team, and I I look at that on paper. I look at their head coach. I know Flanagan's probably their head coach at the moment. Mary's just sitting there, but that team should not be beating us. They shouldn't. It, before, just harking back to what you said before about the early drop, Cronulla, you can tell how we're going to go, how we react to our first mistake. If yeah. we lock the ball on and then defend a set and then hit it up and, yeah. and get it back on top, Cronulla are right in it. If we, like we did against Penn, drop the ball and they score early, we just can't wrestle it back this year. I don't know what it is. It's almost worth throwing a you know a mistake in around the halfway line, not in your own ten or something, yeah. and bashing them and getting that confidence back up. But you'll you'll know very early which way this is game is going. And like you said earlier, it's got a lot to do with Aaron Woods. Um, what I will say in this game against the the Warriors, uh, last week's game against the Warriors, when Rudolph made that mistake, everyone was in there around him patting him on the head. When Mulatalo made that mistake, everyone picked him up. Was like, don't worry about it. When Kennedy dropped that ball and with the Nakora contest, he, he ran to the referee, and the players were sort of like, we know he went and made that captain's challenge, and it was a dud ball. But they were still giving him a hug as he was yelling at the referee, and that's that's what I like about this team. Because you didn't say that against you didn't say that against the Panthers. No, you didn't. Yeah. Early in the year, we both called him out. They were they were looking at each other and wade through those looks and. It just wasn't the right attitude. Yeah, you're right. I think it's, a lot of it's got to do with Ronaldo too because he can be the furthest player away and he's the first one there putting his hand up. Yeah. And doesn't he love celebrating a try that's not his? Oh, so good. So good. You see where Katoa scored that first one. In the background, Ronaldo jumped just as high as Sione did. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, like, you know, obviously I wasn't expecting him to score that try. That was just a super ball from Dugan. And he sort of got up and shouted, but any time someone was in for a try, he just fucking jumps on top of the pack. It's like he wants to go crowd surfing. He's so... I love Ronaldo. He's one of my favourites. That ball from Dugan, I'd actually forgotten about that. That's one of the greatest passes. Holy crap. It's the second time he's done it. He, he's such a good footballer, Josh Dugan. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, I, again, look, I'm going into this... I, I know last time you and I joked and we said, oh, you know, why are we not confident in this game against the Dragons? They ended up dusting us. I'm going into this game confident, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm hoping that, you know, the games that we should be winning this year now, we we seem to be winning uh, post the Dragons game. You know, we should have beaten the Tigers, we should have beaten the Dragons, we didn't win that, but we've played we've played some awkward teams in the past. Like, we haven't given the Titans a spanking for a while. Um, last year, you know, we, we dropped the game to the Warriors when we shouldn't have... Um, we we beat an understrength manly team. That's it. And we That's beat the, we beat the Bulldogs. We didn't do that last year. So I'm kind of hoping now that this Cronulla team just goes. You know what? The attitude looks right. The the boys look like they're showing up. I know we had that blip against the Panthers, but again, if you win this game and you win the game against the Broncos, you're three in a row going in against the good side. And hopefully this time our preparation is a lot better and, and you can just bash them. That's and it. I hope this time next week we're not sitting here going. Well, fucking hell, there goes our season. <laughs> Mate, this, this game is so important. I know yeah, it's only so the 11th important. round and it's only the Dragons, but this this could realistically either set us up or finish the season. That yeah. big of 80 minutes. I'm re- I'm yeah. excited. I'm not often excited for these derby games, unless we're the shit team going in, because then we, we win more often than not. 
But as you were yeah. saying, Johnson just seems to have that little bit of a role on. I think Ramian, I think he and Ramian have really worked out each other's game. I'm yeah. a little bit worried that Nakora's not there, but I think Teague coming in and um, I'm really excited about Teague Wilton. I hope we're not talking about him next week too much in a negative I, light. I know, I know we turn around and say that, Tal- uh, that Nakora is the hitman's bodyguard, but if there's fucking... Name, name a better replacement than Talakai to go and protect Sean Johnson. <laughs> you, you can't now. He's not the sort of bloke I'd be messing with. Did you see earlier when there was a fight too? I know Nakora started one and there was another one. Um, Aaron Woods was in there and he was grabbing people and pulling them back. I haven't seen yeah. that from Woodsy for a few years. He's usually the last one in there and I come here, come here. But he had arms across jerseys, pulling them back. Just It was, dare I say, a bit of intimidation from Woodsy. I did notice in the second scuffle as well, Royce Hunt and Talakai were on the field, and half the Warriors players did not want any of that fucking beef at all. In 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 the opening the opening fight when it, you know when those blokes weren't on, you saw the Warriors going, "Oh, come here, you know, we'll have a little bit of this." When they had to look around and fucking saw the Hulk running over to, to get involved, hey, you know what, boys? Maybe it was our fault. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I'll I'll do the I'll do the sin bin. What about what Sorry, about your um? <laughs> your uh, your wife's boyfriend Blake Green having an absolute shock against his old team. Yeah, I, yeah. Bell didn't really watch the game either. I think the kids were giving her a hard time, which is always the highlight of my week. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't. You know, I didn't really notice anyone stand up from the Warriors. The only thing I noticed from the Warriors is how vanilla they have made Roger Tuivasa-Shek. He's boring, and I think uh, the Warriors CEO had it right when he asked Adam Blair to retire too. Yeah, I just. Uh, I don't know, like, if ever there was a player that should never re-sign with their team, like Roger Tuovasic needs to come back to Australia really quick. Put him in any side other than the Titans, and I think he goes way, way better. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a good it's a good yeah. week. Good week for us. I, I'm far happier speaking to you about the Sharks this week than last. There's one game we uh, we haven't mentioned. Uh, we had another win. The girls are back. Hail Maddie Studden, mate. That woman is just incredible. Her singing up up Cronulla was the second most exciting thing in my week after Toby and Ronaldo singing up up Cronulla. That was the third most... Her singing up up Cronulla was the third most exciting behind Toby and Ronaldo singing up up Cronulla behind Toby Rudolph in his Speedos. Whoever's putting that picture up on a Monday, fucking, I love that person. <laughs> Every Monday you get Toby Rudolph with his hair out in a pair of Speedos. And I'm all for it. And let's let's end the night on that because I'm going to bed a happy man. We we've gone from the girls to Toby's uh, tussle. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. But the girls won and, and we're happy with that. How oh, Maddie Stud. How oh, Maddie Stud.